Function with Pata Fria and Crystal. Why is my microphone so high? It's first week of How's, February. Um, February going. I paid my rent. I'm not happy about that. If anyone would like to send money to my rent fund, that Please. would be nice. If um, anyone would like to send money to my feel better fund, I will take it. Now I'm the queen, as I should be. <laughs> he raised oh, my chair Lord up for Albert. me, so now I'm towering over the room. It's ridiculous. No, my fav- I'm still getting slammed. For sure. Are you really? I am. I am. And I'm hoping it, it lets up a little bit because uh, we finally yesterday got a U-Haul, got all Carolyn's stuff in storage. So nothing is left in that Good. house that she lived in. So that piece is done. Good. That's so that relief. brought some relief. For sure. Um, but then, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, we had to put the dog to sleep. Yeah, that I didn't know. I feel bad. Yeah, it's the meds stopped Nino working. Brown. I know, Nino Brown. The meds stopped working, and uh, it just wasn't fair. He was starting to suffer, you know. Yeah, and um, you don't want him to be like that. No, and you know, I took our dog Raider when it was her time, and I, you know, did the process with her bitch. And because of my inability to compartmentalize animal death, it was so traumatizing. So you know, Nino was Mark's dog and yeah. so mark had to do it and oh my god it broke him it fucking broke him so i came to pick up bunny from her um other her real family that night <laughs> and i saw mark and his eyes were hella fucking like i was like his face was hella swole. like was he did he smoke like why does he his eyes were like red and big and i was like I know he ain't that upset over the fucking 49ers. No. <laughs> like, I had no idea that's what happened, though. Like, you told yeah. me. <clears throat> so, rest in peace, Nino. I know. It sucks. Our house feels so different without yeah, him. Bunny was saying that. You know, you get into these routines. Yeah. And it's just so different. And poor Teeter's having a rough-ass time with it. You yeah. know, the dog has been in their lives as long as they've been, been alive. alive. Yeah. Um, you know, Stevie and Nino are only a couple months apart, and... She's so sad about it. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I was t- I brought this up to Mark, and this is something that I'm super interested in. Um, I don't want a puppy, and I don't want another dog for a, for a while. Oh, mm-hmm. But what I want to do, you know, in a couple months' time is I want to go to the shelter, and I want the oldest dog they have. As what? long as it's okay with cats, I want the oldest dog they have. And I was telling Mark and the kids we should start adopting senior dogs. And just give them the best year or two of their lives. And just spoil the shit out of them. Yes, and just keep doing that. Oh, that's very sweet and loving. And I I think the death part would be easier to deal with because of the knowing that we saved them. And you made their their life Disneyland until they fucking passed away. Because, you know, we spoil the shit out of our animals. Yes. 
So it could just be dog mm -hmm. party the whole time. Yeah, so I think that's something I really want to do. Because I don't want to deal with training a puppy. Oh, God. I don't either. Right? <laughs> Hi, I don't either. Yeah. No, last night, I'm not kidding. I was searching shock collars. And you Bunny was like, don't you do it. And I said, Bunny, there's a vibration setting, there's a beep setting, and then there's a shock. It's We're going to try it on you first. It's for training purposes, and we probably won't even use the shock setting. But I want it to be an option. You want to know what happened when we got perimeter collars before? What's that? The same thing? It'll shock them. So you when, set it for a certain amount of distance in yeah. the backyard because we had a hole in the fence. And Raider was Houdini, bitch. Yeah. And you set it for a certain distance. And so we put it on both the dogs. We left. We came home, bitch. Both those motherfuckers were chewed off. They chewed each other's collars <laughs> off and destroyed them, bitch. Those were like, you know. They're like $200. Yes, they were expensive. And they were like, nah, bitch, this is not what we're doing. We never well, tried it she again. she ain't got nobody to help her. Bunny, She don't chew have it off. a co-defendant to help her fucking <laughs> chew it off. So she's going to just. And it's not something I would leave on all the time. It's for training purposes. And it's also. Bitch, the other night, Stinkers left. I want to say Friday night. Bunny was already gone. So I was taking Dottie out at the same time Stinkers was leaving. And she was like crying for him. You don't even like him like that, first of all. <laughs> You're hella acting right now. So he went up the stairs and we went, you know, out to like the dirt area and shit to go walk to use the bathroom. She turned around and darted up the stairs, bitch. He was gone by that point. She's tearing through the parking lot at night. There's cars going by. Shut Hella the fuck up. There's like a, whore, a loose horse in the parking lot. My other neighbor that I don't even know was hella scared standing by his car. I said, she doesn't bite. She's just fucking a baby. Huge. She's just big. She doesn't bite at all. She's running side to side, zigzagging, so I can't get her. She <laughs> shit in front of my car at one point. She took a break to shit. I still couldn't catch her. Like, this bitch was everywhere. And I was thinking she would have got hit by a fucking car. Like, callback is not something that she even She's wants to learn. In. She doesn't give a fuck about treats. I could hold up a steak and try to do callback, and she won't do it. So something has to, when, it, when that happens, you know, there has to be some kind of... Um, Where's the dog whisper? That's who we need. Something because that that was dangerous and it pissed me off. And I would have turned around and went home if she wasn't up where the cars were. Because there's been times I've left her in the back. Like, bitch, I've had it. You know how to let yourself in. Like, come let yourself in when you're done being a dick. But um, no, it was scary. It was scary. She finally ended up running all the way over by the gate towards the front. What? Went down the back stairs and then went the back breezeway all the way oh, home. Oh, she ran far. Far as fuck in the dark at night. And I'm like in slides, like trying to catch up to her. I Were was you so, screaming? Oh, yeah. I was so irritated. I looked so stupid, too, because she was like totally ignoring me. Like, I don't even you fucking no know you. Control. Lady, I don't even know. Stop <laughs> talking to me. You were stealing somebody else's <laughs> yes, dog. Yes, that's what I, I felt like. Like, you're making a fool of me right now. Oh, that's great, bitch. No, fuck her. So I need to um, look into that. A shot caller. Just uh, for, I don't know. Are we going to try it on you, though? I don't care. You're crazy. I wouldn't um, use it, you know, like I said, I wouldn't do it to the point, like, abuse it. You get mad at Bunny and I come in and she's wearing it. <laughs> and there's dried tears on her face. Bitch. <laughs> you're like, why is this screwed on her neck? Why is this bolted? I'm Bunny, get your bag. Bunny, call the cops. <laughs> no, She's out of control. I'm not going to do that. It's Shut just going to be for like up. maybe when, when she goes out to use the bathroom or something. Like how am I going to teach recall Yeah, to a dog that don't give a fuck about any incentive? Mm -mm. It's difficult. I guess you are left with little option at that point. Yeah. 
Like, at least make a noise or something or, like, vibrate so she, like, get her attention. I can clap, scream, um, hold up treats, shake the bag, make noise. I try all that. She don't give a fuck. And it's hella funny. I I posted a video before, but I can go on my porch with a bag of cat treats. We only have a few cats that go outside. The rest are indoor. And I can just shake the bag on the porch, not say shit, Mm -hmm. and they'll come running from wherever they are. That's worked for me one time. And then after that, she was like, no, because then I know I got to go in the house after. Yeah. No. And she only gives me one. Yeah, no. Keep keep your fucking treats. Keep your sausages. I don't fucking want them. (laughs) Fucking bitch. I want people to stop asking me about the Super Bowl and about the halftime show and about all that. I didn't watch it. I I don't have cable anymore. I don't care about it. I was getting my nails done that day. We watched the Super Bowl. You know, I was in my car smoking and doing scratchers during the halftime right. show. I'm like, did you watch it? I didn't, but I've seen enough snippets and clips of it that... On, like, Instagram Well, and you know stuff. fucking white America's losing their mind. Yeah, they are. They're losing their shit. So, I, I mean, I like that part. <laughs> right. That they're losing their fucking but, mind. But, I mean, even still, it's like your performances, these performances weren't inclusive to like any black artists, you know, like Bad Bunny, J-Lo, um, Shakira. Those are all white Latinas. Yeah. Well, uh, doesn't Shakira identify no, as... No, she's a white Latina. Afro-Colombian? No. I saw something about that, For bitch. Not, no, not Afro-Colombian. I swear not to... Not Afro-Latina. No, she's white. She's a white Latina. Just like J-Lo. Just like I, Bad Bunny. Oh, I fucking... I saw something where they were saying she was including... In, Wow. In, including. <laughs> She's drunk today already. Including um, Afro-Latina dance something, bitch. She I don't can, know. She can appreciate it and, and incorporate that in her routines all she wants, but she's still a white woman. But listen, this is the NFL. Do we even expect anything from them? This is an, no, orga- I know. You're right. an organization that turns a blind eye to blatant racism yeah, racism right. domestic violence so animal kind of shocking that they even had them to begin with right i mean it's a shitty fucking organization it is and i don't i think it's really barbaric and i think they yeah. don't just after watching all the documentaries not just the aaron hernandez one but the other one that like was about like the discovery of the brain yeah. that was about the actual doctor CT, and everything yeah. yeah and when they first discovered that just watching movies and like documentaries and stuff about that and realizing like how barbaric it is and how they just use people they use these bodies to like crash into each other they're basically investments that's what they are are. that's all they are and they're looked at as investments not as people like they don't care about the health and well-being of these people they're like we're just gonna cut you a fat ass check for you guys to demolish each other on the field and make us billions like it's a gross barbaric sport and like i appreciate boxing more than than football i'm not you know i'm not um i'm not even into sports we just went to my brother's house to hang out because all of our you know yeah, the whole family the social was there. part of it is fun yeah and it was something to do to keep our mind off you know having to put our dog to sleep that yeah. morning mark's a niner fan my grandma was a, lot a of diehard friends. niner fan i have a lot of friends that are niner fans and like family and you know p- friends that are super fucking close to me that like the 49ers even more than they like me believe it or not. And um, so <laughs> I took great joy in posting a lot of memes and jokes, just laughing because I find that 49er fans are probably the most obnoxious what I of don't, all sports fans. This is what I don't understand. <laughs> <the> yeah. <laughs> I, what I don't understand is so in my household, we grew up, it was a Niner household. My grandparents were really 
Really? My, my grandmother a, was a huge sports fan. I didn't know that. Oh, my God, bitch. She could tell you players and stats. Like, my wow. Nona was really about with baseball and football. Those were her things. Oh. Um, and then, you know, in my teen years, I became a Raider fan mm-hmm. and was a diehard Raider fan until the year they went to the Super Bowl and we played against, you know, Gruden when he was coaching Tampa. Mm-hmm. And after that, I, I just got turned off. I was like, eh, I'm not really into it anymore. Um but being from the Bay Area, when it's a Bay team that goes to the Super Bowl, regardless, I just I vote for the Bay. I would normally want to go for a Bay team, right? Like usually, if there's I don't like understand a World that Series, rivalry, I would support the Giants, whatever. But to me, this is one of those situations where I was like, no, because the 49ers are just so obnoxiously aggressive in their um, the fans. You mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they they. Um, I feel like they're just so obnoxious. Well, that's what I'm they saying. They shove it I down your throat. I don't, so under- like, I don't understand why Niner fans hate the Raiders so much and vice versa. Like, I don't get that. Like, I don't well, know. Well, they're opposing if- teams, you know, like they go against. They're not on the same. They're different teams. What do you mean? I. But when but it comes down to it. Well, like, I don't <laughs> see. Okay, so for instance, if the Raiders are playing another team, another outside team, right? The 49ers aren't going to go for the Raiders just because they are a Bay Area team. No, I'm saying so, as someone from the Bay Area, I'm right. just rooting for the Bay. Yeah, well, you're not a real fan. That's I don't, why. Well, if you have a team, you go for your team, well, you know? And that's the other thing I don't understand is being so invested in something like that. Oh, my God. Hugely invested. I don't like, get it. Like, you, they're not paying you. I have neighbors you. that had huge fucking flags. Oh, I saw people's homes that were covered in banners <laughs> and shit. Like, I want y'all to calm down. Well, and that, that was my going to be my next thing is <laughs> I don't understand being that invested in something. Yeah. I mean, I understand it brings you joy and you like it. But to the point where I've seen people on Facebook, I haven't been on social media a lot, but I went on Facebook and there's like friends like fucking getting into it and like with each other about like to not be out. friends no more <laughs> over sports. these football teams yeah. that don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, it's weird. It's I weird. Don't get it. I've never been that. I've never been into sports like that. So you know, I don't get it. And it's different. Like I can understand being like that over politics. Right. Because it yeah. goes that affects to moral everyone. character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that affects people. But football? people's lives. Football, does basketball, yeah. baseball, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. And, and I, I don't get it. So my cousin's husband is a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan, so I know he's just reveling. Really? Yeah. Enjoy right I now. thought there were some iffy calls, but again, I don't care enough. Yeah, to I be didn't invested. I didn't watch it. I don't care. I don't I don't know. But I'm not a sports fan either, so I'm that's not probably either. why. Like um, my friend Moni, she's a Raider fan, but she truly likes football. So like at one point she did break down and turned on the game because she wanted to see them play. But like, I don't give a fuck like that. I have no interest. Mm-mm, I don't care. I'd rather watch a dog show or something like you said. Oh, yeah. Day. The puppy bowl was on. There was a kitten bowl. <laughs> I would much rather see that. Those are beautiful things to watch. It's oh, funny. <laughs> For sure. So uh, Dottie over the weekend, this fucking bitch. I was me and her were home alone and um like I fed her and stuff and then uh I was getting ready to take her outside or something but I walked over to the living room to like check my phone or something that was on the charger and she was being quiet but you know she just ate and she wasn't like hyper so I wasn't tripping but after a minute I was like wait where what are you doing because like you know usually I keep everything put away mm-hmm. and um earlier in the evening I had made toast and the container the tub of fucking butter was on the counter still but it 
had the lid on it. This bitch got the lid open and had her whole face in the fucking butter and was eating it. Crystal, is that you? I said, what are you doing? And she turned around. She had butter all over her fucking nose. You should have recorded her, Oh, no. I was trying not to kill her. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is the best ever. (laughs) No, it's not. I was so mad. So mad. I was like, get in your bed. How did you not laugh? I would have died, bitch. Usually I have to give her a treat to get in her crate. You know, no. I said, get in there. She knew I was pissed. She just went right into her crate. She laid down. You're a With butter all over her face and whiskers. You're mean. I mean, I understand that type of enjoyment i understand sticking your whole face in a tub of butter like i <laughs> quietly I get it. quietly eating it wow you bitch and you're mean i was so mad at her like why did you fucking do that how'd you get the top off quietly because she's smart and she don't you'd pump no fear bitch yeah apparently not you're a joke she her. knew i was mad though she knew um speaking of animals friday i was um after school i Stevie and her little friends, you know, went to share tea and they went, they wanted to go over to the park, like a block away. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You can walk over there with them. I'll be a stalker and drive my car over and sit in the parking lot. Um, (laughs) I'm doing that. And I get a call from Mark and he's like, you know, frazzled and hyper. And all I hear is get the cat kennel. And I'm like, wait, calm down. What the fuck? What do you need me to do? And he's like, I have an injured cat. It's trapped between between two houses on blah, blah, blah street. I need you to run home and bring me the kennel. Sir. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm on it. I leave Stevie. You, you instantly were like 10-4. 10-4 out. <laughs> I fucking leave my kid at the park. I Which race you would home. ordinarily never, never do. do. I race home. You were running lights and stop signs. I was. I was panicking. My heart was beating. <laughs> There's an injured cat. I fucking I get the kennel. I you come, put the red the um, emergency light, my light on the on. top of your car. <laughs> I did. You turned on the siren. I um, I make it to where Mark is, and he he really is on people's property in between their two houses. And I see the back part of this cat. Thank God I only saw the back part um, laying there. And there's a black there's a black dude standing um, at the gate, and Mark is crouched down by this cat. And I walk Looking up very fucking suspicious. suspicious. And while I was on the phone with them, I hear Mark going, I'm so sorry to be on your property. Uh, I'm just trying to rescue this injured cat. I, I promise I'm not trying to break in right now. I'm like, great. So I walk up with the kennel and the black dude's like, hi, I'm Brad. And I was like, hi, I'm Crystal. I'm like, thank you for not shooting my husband. And he was like, hey, man, it was close for a minute. Because <laughs> I see this man crouching. crouching on the side of my fucking house. Yeah, that would be scary. The dude ended up helping Mark catch the cat to put you in the what? kennel. We're he recruiting. Was, he was equally. Now he works for the foundation. He does. <laughs> I actually have a Starbucks gift card in my car. I'm going to take bye to him because that was very nice. Oh, my God. You cannot be recruiting employees, number one. Did you have them fill out an I-9? Not yet. Number two, let you guys get shot trying to rescue Rescue some fucking animals. So it turns out. I'm going to be pissed. It looked like this cat had been hit hit by a car. It had eye damage. Its tongue was hanging out. Um, which usually when a cat's tongue hangs out means there's some neurological damage. And Me Mark, too. Mark when had, I hang mine out. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Mark had originally seen the cat walking down the street in the middle of the street, not just oblivious to cars. And, you know, cats don't behave like that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, not on my watch. Nope. So he got the cat and he rushed it to the emergency vet. 
in Concord. I was just going to say, where was the emergency vet? Almost 30 minutes away. During traffic time. Yes. For real? You guys are out of fucking control. You don't have funding for this. I told you that on the phone. I was like, we need more funding. <laughs> you don't have We got to start having fundraisers. <laughs> so you if you want to donate to my animal rescue, If you have please. any cat ca- animal carriers, if you have uh, gas food. cards, yes. spare animal, Cash. spare pet food. <laughs> I'll take it all. Victoria's Secret gift cards. The animals love those. <laughs> They love those. I need you to stop acting like you guys run a rescue because you fucking don't. We have to. He got in traffic with this cat. He don't even know. He did. I'm pretty sure. What is it called when you rub off on your partner? Osmosis. It's osmosis. Remember? It's marital osmosis. Yeah. Remember I said my favorite part of marriage is the osmosis. Is the ridiculousness Mm -hmm. that's spreading like wildfire into your spouse. It is. Oh my god! Because Mark, lo- he, I mean, he loved animals when we got together, but not to this level. Not to this he's level. He's rescued families out of trees. He's fucking yes. During Warriors <sighs> playoff games, he came and helped me rescue kittens out of a tree. I can't. I, I yeah. want you guys to calm down. You don't have the funding for. I'm all hoping this. to come across remember. a baby raccoon soon. That's what I'm hoping for. Maybe a baby skunk. And you're gonna pick it up. Fuck yeah, baby squirrels, <sighs> baby anything baby anything so the most ridiculous animal i ever rescued was what a baby vole okay what the fuck is a vole because i don't even i've never heard of a vole is kin to a gopher or a mole it's a little ground dwelling animal that tears your shit up what and what happened is the mother cat across the street had killed the mama vole so i rescued it it was a little tiny baby its eyes weren't open yet i went and got you know um replacement milk from the pet store listen let me stop you there how do you know what the fuck a vole is because i'm fucking you're steve irwin's you're not from soul the, sister you're not from the country you didn't grow up on a farm no land you had a regular ass backyard <laughs> like everybody else what how do you know what that is I i've never did. heard of that in my life i've never heard of that I just did because we have a lot of creatures in the court, you know, because the big forest. Yeah, you live there now. You live there now. You didn't live there growing up. So what I did is I fucking woke up every hour, fed that little baby vole with a syringe, and then I rushed it to the lint. Nursed it, and you latched it onto your. I made it a new friend. You breastfed it. I breastfed the vole. (laughs) You had on a nightgown. You breastfed the vole with when a no fucking one was watching. snap that opened over the <laughs> nipple. It's made for animal nursing. <laughs> you, his survival was important to you. Hey, those videos creep me out when people do that shit. Um, but anyway, so in the morning, I just kept it alive until the morning, and then I took it to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum. What's that? <laughs> the most amazing fucking nonprofit animal fucking Where rehabil- is it located? Why have I never heard of this? Why uh, do you have all this inside info? I told you. Um, this, I'm about this life. <laughs> the Lindsay what? It's called the Lindsay Wildlife Museum. And where is this place? Um, Concord, Pleasant Hill, Wana Creek. Uh, and it's a living, a living species museum? You like- can go there. Yes. It's very cool. They have so all type of animals. How did you instinctually know to take a fucking newborn there? Uh, because we went on a field trip there in second grade, and it's been my and it was just knowledge. dream ever since. You were like, I know exactly where to take this bitch. Baby. I've taken an injured pigeon there. I've, yeah. So they were like welcoming you with open arms. They're like you're back with more <laughs> shit for us. You're one of us. <laughs> yeah, but they have cool shit. They have like foxes. They rehabilitate coyotes. The, any 
wildlife, you know, that you take to them, they will do their best to rehabilitate and re-release. What? Yeah, it's fucking cool. Okay. So that's a resource. All right. That's good to know. If I'm not available. All right. (laughs) I'm just going to, if I see something injured, I'm just going to like wish for the best. I'm just going to be like, I hope, you know, what if you're interrupting their karma? How about that? Mm. What if that vole was a rapist and you didn't fucking know it? was a newborn. All right. What if this cat that Mark rescued the other day, you guys were interrupting his karma. He was a fucking rapist. He's a known rapist in the neighborhood. Pedophile cat. Animals are always forgiven. No, you know what? Humans aren't. Animals are. I'll save a baby otter. If I, I'm just, I don't, I don't know. If I saw something injured, I would feel bad, but I would call for help. I wouldn't try to touch it. So the way my fucking conscience works, I can't do that because... You feel responsible? Oh, like, it's literally like a physical reaction. I do. I feel responsible, and I feel like, how can I just fucking walk away from something that's hurting? Like, it makes my, like, heart hurt. And I think that's a disorder. It probably it is. It might be and a then form of a disorder. I will think about it fucking um, nonstop. It's a form of OCD, it sounds like. Well, I'm putting it to good use. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're very proactive. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... I have some weird uh, celebrity topics I read about. Fuck it. Just Let's do over it. the weekend and stuff. Did you see Stormy's birthday party? Kylie Jenner's daughter and her and Travis Scott's. Oh, your play cousins? Shut the fuck up. We're no not going to do bitch. this every week. <laughs> <laughs> My play cousins. Did you see her birthday party, though? It no. was called Stormy's World. No. And they basically, okay, so her dad, I know you don't know this, but her dad, he's like rapper producer, like big deal. Yeah, I know that. Well, I know um, that. He had an album called Astro World, I believe. If I'm wrong, it's going to be embarrassing. But um, on the cover, there was like a big head. It was his head and it was like a mouth and like whatever. So they basically did a spin off of that. And Stormy's World or Stormy World or whatever was her birthday theme. I think it's like her second birthday. And they had this big, huge head that was hers and the mouth and people walk in through the mouth. And then it was kind of crazy because they had like these big, you know how they have like a Mickey Mouse suit? They had suits like that, but of her. (laughs) And it was like a big child's head. It's just doing too much. It was doing so fucking much. Now, mind you, I've watched videos of her and like I know she loves the movie Trolls and she like watches it and dances to it every fucking day, multiple times You couldn't give her a troll birthday? Right. Like, so I know I saw she had Trolls birthday cake and stuff like you know probably like her little personal cake and everything at home but um this was definitely like an adult flex it was probably like a million dollar birthday party they had employees and it was like all the celebrities kids were there like cardi's and offset's baby was there making rich friends cardi said and like it was a huge it was like a theme park and this is why (laughs) <laughs> these kids are gonna grow up well they're not probably not even gonna remember um, well you know i'm sure every year will be something right. comparable but they're um, gonna live a very entitled privileged life yeah and you need to humble them with a mcdonald's birthday party <laughs> <laughs> sit them on those cheeseburger chairs seriously get in that grimace shaker and give it a little <laughs> shake bitch that was the best play structure Dude, ever. Dude, remember the spinner? Yes, I wish they still had that at oh the my one God. in Pinole. Yes, it was great. Give them you that know, kind of birthday. You know there's a preschool on Apian Way. That has all the retired The Grimace. It has stuff. the fucking yes, Grimace shaker. It. It's on the way to Elsa Brandy, and it has the, the retired old McDonald's crew 
place that baby could have went to Chuck E. Cheese for her second birthday. Like yeah, every or like have else. a backyard birthday party and get a pinata. Like she's not even gonna remember it. <laughs> no, she's not. But now you're setting precedents, right? So like, are you gonna every year have to do that now? Duh. Like, it's too much. I had relatives when I was younger growing up, and like that's definitely an adult flex, though. It has nothing oh, it to do with it the child. It was a celebrity flex. It was. Um, but like my relatives, I've had relatives that had like petting zoos, like big, elaborate, like overdone for like a one year old. Like she don't even know what's going on. Like, what the fuck are you doing to me? That's, I don't know. I'm just for not... Naya's seventh birth. I used to be a Pinterest mom with birthdays. Wait a minute. Remember you had a horse. You had a horse my, at your house. Yeah. My friend owns horses. And so she had her friend bring a horse. Oh my God. It was a big, pretty horse too. Bunny was terrified, would not go near it. And it was a Western bloody. themed party. And I did all the oh, food and decorations. That. And they, I set up a panning for gold station. Like each of my kids have probably had like two Pinterest mom that birthdays. That was fun. I forgot all about that. Yeah. But it didn't cost us hella money. Yeah. You know, it was just very creative. It was called low budget Pinterest And it was mom. in your backyard and your yeah. backyard wasn't a theme park. Like, yeah, Fuck no, I don't know. I just think but I learned after that, after each of my kids got, you know, probably after the age of seven, I stopped doing those Pinterest mom birthdays because it's so much fucking energy. Yeah. And the kids destroy everything anyways. Yeah. Fuck that. All your hard work smeared on the fucking grass. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> just have a sleepover. Yeah. Pizza. When people do big, huge ass parties and shit like that, I always look at the money from the money standpoint and I'm like, they could have, they probably would have much rather had that money to go on a fun trip or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't know. And also like thinking, cause you know, with planning my daughter's baby shower and stuff, like, thank God she decided she didn't want to do a gender reveal and a baby shower. Cause that's what people really do now. Yeah, I know. And, um, she only wants a baby shower. I think part of that was because she didn't want to have to wait to reveal the gender. She wanted, thank God, yeah. to tell everyone. But, um, you know, I just, I look at that from a money standpoint and I'm like, okay, you guys spent like $5,000 on this party that mm-hmm. could have went to the baby. Like you yeah. could have, instead of feeding everybody that you barely fuck with, you know, I mean, I guess the, the celebration aspect of it is nice. Like the, the thought behind getting it, that presence is nice yeah but, but then, they're not even for you for the for the dumb baby they are but then it's like you all that money you could have bought your own presents like it's true i don't know i just that's always been pointless i never had one and i don't you know i'm just i don't know <laughs> i feel like uh that money could be spent taking the baby to fucking an island somewhere like on a the Disney. babies love islands a you guys Disney- <laughs> babies love islands okay maybe not an island <laughs> maybe a disney cruise or like something kids would like fucking love i don't know then i don't know maybe they would enjoy a big birthday party the babies are in the tummy for baby showers well showers but i'm thinking on. of a bur- i'm back to the birthday party thing. yeah true i'm back on that i don't know i'm just not i'm not a um blow all the I look at it too like I'm, I don't want to spend all this money on people that I don't even really care about that much like I feel like it's more for other people than it is for the yeah. baby and yeah and you're a penny pincher I am you totally are like I like to direct my money in ways that make more sense you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I'd rather I got played on Stinker's birthday because I would rather just spend money on him. You know what I mean? For his birthday. But I ended up fucking doing both and paying for his stupid ass people to like, you know, stupid ass people to celebrate and shit too. But like, I would have rather done either or like, yeah, I don't know. 
To each their own. Yeah, whatever. I, I mean, wasn't... some people, that's their thing. Yeah. They like throwing parties. Like, you know, they like fucking decorating and like organizing yeah, all that shit. Yeah, some people do enjoy that. Yeah. And they're good at it. I'm not. I'm not. Maybe so that's to me, why I'm a like hater. Half, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's where my opinion comes from because I'm like, ugh, the stress. Yeah. The stress of organizing and planning. Like, I have to start doing Mona's like favors and stuff pretty soon. The stuff that I you know signed up to do do and i'm like oh i dread it i fucking dread it it's gonna be pretty you know when it when it's finally all together but yeah the process it's stressful um for sure so it was the anniversary of like Khalifa's uh first album which i really love i don't remember the name but you know her album where she was all painted on the cover do Mm -hmm. you remember so it was like the anniversary 20th anniversary or something from that album and she did an interview. I have to find it. I haven't been able to watch it. I just uh, read about it. And um, I guess she said she it's like a bittersweet moment for her because while it did introduce her into the music scene and all that, she only made money from tours. And she actually went as far as to say Pharrell and the, you know, the Neptunes and shit played the fuck out of her on that album. Hey, I just read something about them. Yeah. And she's really fucking bitter about it. And she's like, well, I mean, rightfully so. Fuck if she yeah. didn't make, she, they, she said she got played. Those were her words like they played the fuck out of her and back then you know I I don't know if her and Pharrell were in a relationship a romantic relationship for a little while it seems like I read back then that they were for a a brief period of time Mm -hmm. but um which makes it even more slimy I think because it's like if you're fucking me you should want my best interests like you should look out Mm -hmm. for me you know but I guess they robbed her on that deal and um she made no money from that album she ended up only making money from her tours and that's so shady so did you see, um, I read about this Diddy speech, maybe it was at the Grammys, where he was talking about, um, we need to, you know, start giving more money to the artists. Khalees is a prime example, who oh. puts in this work, puts he out this her? art. No. Oh, oh. But he was saying in general, yeah, right? Yeah. But that was the the train of thought he was going down, yeah. is, you know, she's a prime example of somebody making this art, but getting no money from it, right? I mean, it's a common theme. Like, so, a lot of artists you know you read about you think they're doing so well and in reality you know a lot of it just be um an act just for show you know like they end up owing so much money at the end of the day sometimes yep. so mace responded to diddy's speech <laughs> what do you say and How was, you robbed me hey <laughs> he was like while you're over here preaching that shit you know you owe me Womp, 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 and womp. As a young kid, I was always loyal to you. You know, wow. I fucking, I helped you blow up. I helped make you who you were, which is right. He yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, I'll have to look up the post, but there was something about $20,000. Mm. And um, he was basically saying, Diddy fucking sold him out and robbed him. And he was like, you know, why don't you practice what you preach? Why don't... Why don't you do what you're preaching to everybody else to do? Start right now by, I can't remember what he, maybe it was his, I don't know if it was his master's or what, but it's something where Mace just recently offered him $2 million for something that only cost Diddy 20, 20, 20, 20 grand, 20 grand. It only cost Diddy 20 grand. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mace brought that up. He was like, I just offered you $2 million, you know, and you told me, no, if I can't give you what European white dude is trying to give you for it, mm-hmm. you ain't fucking with me. Like, mm-hmm. how shady is that? Mm-hmm. 
it's fucking shady from as a fuck. Bus- I mean, that's any business from a business standpoint. It's like you got to be kind of grimy. And that's that really sucks. Like in order to succeed, I feel like they should uh, they should definitely change it to where like, you know, um, labels, I feel like make the most money from the artists. And I get it like they put up the overhead and all that kind of shit. But like the way it's set up, as long as you get your money back and like, say, a percentage fair. of a profit, make it fair. Yeah, I don't feel like you have to be grimy. I feel like people choose to be grimy because people are inherently greedy by nature. Yeah, I feel like you don't need to be that greedy. Like you could be cool with getting two million dollars. But white dude over in fucking the Netherlands is, or fucking, you know, whatever is going to give you fucking five million. So you're like, yeah, fuck you, even though I just preached about you know doing fucking our people better and blah 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 um you know you're still like eh, yeah i'm gonna get twice as much from white dude so fuck you would you i don't ask me you know how oh, i am yeah, no you're like yeah no me me for example I'm a fucking, i might be like how cool i believe are- in karma I do too, but from a business standpoint, if if it's something I own or whatever, right? And it's like I'm, I assume you're talking about like selling, uh, rights or something, something like that. But music, he already has a shitload of money. He does. When you have a shitload of money, it's also like okay, I got kids and probably grandkids soon and whatever. So like, how cool am I with Mace? If we're not even really friends right now, do I care? You know, <laughs> but see, I, I I just come from a moral standpoint of doing the right thing. I don't want to fuck nobody over if I don't have to. Yeah. I don't like to hurt nobody. Like it makes me feel so bad. So I, I'll probably never be a fucking millionaire or a billionaire just because I can't. St- I we've talked about that. I before, can't do like it. Commission based jobs and shit. We never did well with those because you have to be shady and in you order have to, to step be on people. And I yeah, don't want to do that. You have to fuck people over car sales. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if real estate is like that. I would it hope is. not, but it any commission based jobs, you, you only are as successful as how bad you've overcharged someone or, you know what I mean? Rip them off. Essentially. Your moral character has to be a little shaky Yeah, it does. in order to, um, so for benefit. me, rich people are always questionable in that sense because knowing that you know what i mean it's like and unless I feel like, you inherited money or something but if yeah. you just like made it like in a most of the time you probably like stepped on some necks or something to get there and i feel like if you're in a place where you're already successful like diddy's already made a name oh, yeah. for himself he already he's, he's set rich, for yeah. life his kids are set maybe even his grandkids you know yeah. like he has a bunch of different shit going on that is something you could do for dude. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you could. There's a reason he don't want to come work with you ever again. And he said that. Like, there's a reason yeah. I don't want to work with you. Like. Well, Mace ain't really hot in these streets. Like, a big demand anyway to be. You know what I mean? No, like, but back in the 90s, yeah, he was. Yeah, back then. Yeah, back then. Remember, but, it was like all the fucking rage. Yeah. Him, 112, and Puff Daddy. Before he was Diddy. <laughs> He was You call Puffy. him by his official name Puffy. now. His current name. Mm-mm. He'll always be Puffy. So, um, a, okay, a gross thing I read and then I remember. I got a gross thing after you. Okay. I, I read this and then I was like, holy shit, did I ever tell you this story? And you were like, no, I'm going to call you as soon as I'm done doing whatever. And then you never called because that's what kind of friend you are. I know. Um, I was out rescuing animals. I I don't think that's what you were doing at the time, but I read, okay, there's a documentary coming out about Russell Simmons' rape allegations, and I've heard about these Are before. Are we shocked? No, we're not. 
And I'm going to say why. So when the Me Too movement first surfaced and a lot of people were coming out, um, you know, he was one of the main people that was like super accused and like stories were coming out about him to where he even like deactivated his social media for a while. I bet he did. And he kind of acknowledged it, but didn't. And then he kind of apologized, but didn't. And it was like this weird situation because, you know, he's this big philanthropist father, you know, um, vegan fucking yeah i saw uh, him on instagram he does all this like yoga spiritual yeah yeah. he's like a very positive now he's you know grown into this very positive you know person um i have some of his books like you know he's he's a very spiritual person now and and positive whatever so back in the day you know when this shit happened um you know, I guess so. There's a documentary coming out about these accusations, and it was shown at Sundance Film Festival. And I guess it was shocking to a lot of fucking people. So whenever I I read about that, I'm always like, "Ooh, I can't wait to watch it." Believe victim. So, um, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, usually, but I, I was just thinking about the Michael Jackson situation where that ended up being bullshit. Yeah, but um. This, uh, it jogged my memory and I was like, holy shit, there's a situation. So I'm gonna tell a story now since I don't know if I ever told you this. You said I didn't, Mm -mm. but back in 2007, um, I had made friends with this dude in LA and he had like a publication. It was called Swag News and I ended up writing for this magazine and Mm -hmm. I was there like Bay Area correspondent. So, um, he was hella cool. I didn't say his name, did I? Nope. Okay. So he was hella cool. Um, He like flew helicopters sometimes and shit. Like he was like a pilot part time and whatever, had all these connections and like ways into parties and shit. I actually met him at a party. So me and my cousin, me and two of my cousins were down in L.A., we were at a club. It was kind of like an after hours party or something. This dude called my cousin a bitch or something. I ended up pulling out a knife. It was like a big drunken mess. I had a knife. Um, I was going to like stick dude or something. We ended up leaving the party. It was a big, huge mess in front of the uh, the venue. Mm-hmm. And this dude approached me and he was like, you're fucking crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Huh. Starts talking to me. And it ended up being the dude that, you know, had mm-hmm. this, worked on this magazine and everything. So we stayed in touch. He flew me out there sometimes. Um, This was one of the trips where I think we drove down there this time. But we were there. We went to some parties with him. Um, We were around a lot of people, uh, celebrity type people. And um, it was like maybe three in the morning or something. It was like after, you know, after hours times. And we ended up at this penthouse and it was like a nice fucking huge, you know, like rich people building. You pull up and, you know, you have no option to park your car yourself. Like, you know, people come out, they park it for you and shit. And we go up and we're in this nice fucking place. And um, it's crazy because years later, the person whose house we were at, uh, whose place we were at, he's like a... um, he ended up, he was friends with Russell Simmons and I saw him on a hip hop documentary years later. He was like this, he's this older black guy, but he looks like albino. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. He wears uh, like these gold rimmed glasses, mm-hmm. not like big goofy ones, but they're uh, gold rimmed glasses. And um, I just, I recognize his face immediately. So I don't know what he does, if he's a producer or what, but he's like somebody. So we were there and there was like, 
a few artists there or whatever. And, um, but it was like, you know, an after hours thing. It wasn't like super crowded or anything. It was like people doing Coke in there and like drinking and whatever. So I went in the bathroom and I was in the bathroom by myself and, um, it was connected to like a bedroom. There was like another door. Mm -hmm. So I'm in there and, um, I thank God I had already used the bathroom, but I was like touching up my makeup or whatever. And Russell Simmons came into the bathroom from the bedroom side. Mm -hmm. Um, other door and so I'm like oh I was just getting out my bad and so he was like stepped over to the door I was gonna walk out of from behind me and was like oh no that's okay I was hoping I could catch you in here and I was like oh I was just on my way out and how he was like well can I talk to you for a minute and like blocking the door the whole time aggressively and like well um well I was coming in here for you like I wanted to come in Mm -mm. here for you and like Mm -mm. not polite um any man that follows you into a bathroom is rapey vibes. And is blocking the door. Like, why Mm-mm. do you have to stand in front of the door to talk to me? And then you know how, like, when you step to the side to go around a person when they follow you? Mm-hmm. that that That's bad body language. Like, you shouldn't do that, right? You shouldn't be in that fucking bathroom No, to you shouldn't. With. I mean, yeah, because there was no knock. He just came in. I could have been pissing at the time or anything, you know? Right. So um, I was like, yeah, no. And so he was like, well, can I talk to you for a minute? Like, I came in here to talk to you and blah, blah, blah. And his attitude was very, like, matter of fact, like very, um, it wasn't like asking me, am I okay with it? Or, you know, like when somebody tries to get at you or whatever, they'll be like, oh, is this okay? Or, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It wasn't that at all. It was very like, well, this is why I came in here. So like, we're staying in here. And so I did the side to side thing, trying to get around him for a minute. And then I just snapped. And, you know, back then my attitude, I mean, like I said, I was pulling knives on people and shit, dudes. Like I was, um, way more aggressive than I am now. Mm -hmm. And I just snapped. And I was like, if you don't get your bitch ass away from this motherfucking door. And I just went bad on him and I was cussing him out and shit. And he didn't even like argue back or nothing. He was just like, like whatever, like had an attitude kind of, and was like, go like, be my guest, go. And like step to the side when he saw that I was a problem. He turned into spiritual Russell. No, he didn't. No, (laughs) he had a fucking attitude. So, um, like I said, this was 2007. This was a long time ago, but this um, is so gross. He like, you know, was like, whatever, like had an attitude. And I went out there and I was still hella loud. And I made it known that it was a problem. I was like, I don't know who the fuck told him it was okay. Cause the way I felt, somebody gave him a green light to go in there. You know what I mean? Like somebody told him, like he didn't just assume I was going to be okay with it because I was never even introduced to him. So I was like, I started looking at the people that brought me there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, did you tell him it was good? Do you have motherfuckers in here thinking that's why we're here? You know what I mean? Right. So um, I went bad. I started going bad on everybody in the fucking house. We ended up having to leave, of course. Right. And um, the dude that I was with, luckily, was apologizing and, you know, was like, I'm really fucking sorry. Um, You know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong in how you reacted. You're not wrong in nothing you said. Don't think I'm mad at you. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And um, he had our back. But, like, it was a mess. It was a fucking mess. And so when I read that, you know, this is something, this is one of them stories from back in the day that, like, this is, um not a a super rare occurrence you know what I mean like we I feel like all women have been in this kind of situation before so it's kind of something I just forgot about honestly right right. so when I read it I was like you know what he is a fucking aggressive ass bitch Mm -hmm. you know and I was like I don't fucking doubt that shit because he walked up in there like I was uh, a party favor you know what I mean like right and I probably was dressed you know like what none of that matters though I wouldn't you know give what I a mean? fuck if yeah. you were walking around there naked I know I was drunk and I know I was probably dressed a certain way 
excuse me. But um, yeah, I wasn't there for that. And, and that's just what was assumed. And I'm just like seeing how his approach was with me and remembering how I felt and how grossed out I was and pissed off and everything. I could totally see him being that type. It, it wouldn't matter if someone was like any other um, decent man. If someone was like, hey, go in there. She's down to fuck. Mm-hmm. Any fucking logical response respectable man with morals is going to be like, uh, I'm not going to walk up in the bathroom while she's in the bathroom. I'm not going to do maybe that. Maybe I'm going to knock. Maybe I'm going to knock and then maybe I'm going to like say something to see if she's cool. I'm going to check her temperature. Yeah, you maybe I'll saying? wait till she comes out and talk to her. Yeah. I'm not going to go in the fucking bathroom where people are typically half naked. Yeah, my my uh, reaction right away let him know it wasn't good to be in there and he good. didn't give a fuck. He came in, he closed the door behind him, he went directly to the door that I was about to exit. Mm-mm. Like it was a very um uncomfortable aggressive situation from start to finish to where you know it had me thinking like is he gonna grab me is he gonna grab me at some point and hold me in this room like it was fucking gross so um there's a whole video coming out about him now when i read um some of the me too stories about him it was kind of the same thing it was like a girl one of them it was a woman that wanted to like work with him or whatever i want to say they went to dinner and they had drinks or whatever he asked her to come up and it was the same thing. Like he blocked her in a room and shit. And then he ended up like the room was dark. And I think he pinned her on the bed. And oh shit. my God. So I just remember reading these stories when the, when the me too shit first came out and I was like, wow. And you, you know, you have these daughters that you are constantly posting. And I don't doubt that he's a good person now, but like, I know a lot of men that are good people now that weren't back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, <sighs> A I don't, lot of I, shit I, is, I, like, f- forgotten about, like, or, you know, brushed off, brushed aside, like, shit in people's past. I think you can grow from a lot of things. I think being um, an aggressive, rapey human is not one of them. I think you can do better to hide it as you get older yeah. and uh, but, you know, keep may- it more of a maybe secret. Maybe having daughters changes some people or, you know what I mean? That could change a person. If, you know, if they didn't have daughters before and then they're like, wait, like, you know, sometimes that can cause a change. I don't know. In 07, he had a daughter. He had two. Did he, though? He did. Yeah. Yeah. They were alive. Yeah, that's fucking gross. You know, so I think you can, I think you can learn tricks to keep it a bigger secret and cover your tracks better. But I I think that if you're in a great uh, a Gracie, I can't talk at all this episode. It's not even once or twice. It's, it's not just this episode damn. either, but okay. <laughs> but um, I think if you're an aggressive rapey, if, if, if you have those tendencies, I don't think those ever go away. I think yeah. you can get good at hiding them. I don't, I don't think those go away. I feel like now he had a spiritual awakening. So I don't know. It looks like maybe... I don't know. I, I still don't think his daughters might have been born then. seven bitch? Yeah. His daughters are not old. One of them is in college. They're both in college. Richmond Unified School District is failing us right now. They're both in college. 07 yeah. to 17 to 2017. That's 10 years, right? Uh-oh. Plus three. That's, thir- that's only 13 years ago. Oh, okay. You're right. So <laughs> they were well grown. You know, they were yeah. at least fucking teens. Teens? Yeah. yeah. Pre-teens. Easy. Yeah, because the one is like 25. No, she's not that old. Yes. Yes, no, she is. No, she's not. Yes, she is. No, she's not. Bitch, little Russy is fucking grown. That is not his kids, <laughs> no. bitch. Those are fucking Chorus kids. kids. Yes. 
So yeah, he did. They he were has babies. Two daughters with Kimora. Yeah. Lee. So he had. They were babies. Yeah. In 07. they were babies. So well, for their sake, I hope he grew up and learned, and you know what I mean. Isn't like that anymore. I'm just really unforgiving when it comes to that type of behavior because I know. I don't give a fuck how much they changed. The damage they inflicted when they did do those things is everlasting. It, it, is. it forever alters how but you, you know navigate what? your life. I'm so used to it that I feel like every man damn near has some story like that. Every man damn. I, I honestly believe that every man has some story where he treated a woman um, less than favorable or was, you know, maybe not a rapist. But I feel like people I don't want to say people can't ever grow up from that kind of behavior. I think being an asshole and being rapey are two different things. I think you can definitely um, have been an asshole to a woman and grow from that. But I don't think you can be rapey and grow from that. I know that my brothers have never been rapey with anybody. Do you? I do. I do. But you've never been around them when their dick is hard. So you might not know. Maybe when they were teenagers, they could have been aggressive. There's like, no... Or there's no way, especially not after the story I told last week. There's no fucking way that. Yeah. You, you know, but I'm the, just saying like um, I'm not saying a rapist, but I'm saying like as teenagers or whatever they're they I just I don't know. I just know too many men that have been. Um, maybe aggressive isn't the word. I, I'm not there's I don't think that every man has rapey tendencies. I'm not going to put them all in that bucket, but um the ones that do, I just feel like you can't change. And I feel like the damage you inflict by being a rapey human um, is so deep, like I said, that it forever alters the way that you navigate your life um, on the receiving end of those rapey behaviors. So whereas once I was comfortable walking down the street, mm -hmm. I, I, I was okay, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. And now because of what you've done to me, that's I'll, a whole never. different conversation, though. I'm talking about the men and, like, them growing from something. I know their behaviors are traumatizing to a person and change them forever. But I'm saying a man can possibly grow and learn to not be a certain way. Their own behaviors. I'm not talking I, about the effects of their behaviors. I think that... Certain behaviors don't deserve forgiveness, and maybe they can think that they grow, and, and that's great. But I'm – me personally, I'm unforgiving when it comes to those behaviors. I don't give a fuck if, if you've changed. Yeah. If, you know, you've inflicted that type of lifelong damage on somebody, fuck you. Fuck you how you change. Fuck all that. Yeah. Um, because you have this path of destruction, you know, whereas now you've cleaned up your life and you're doing better. Who's to say that this path of destruction – is able to move on and do better. Yeah. You know, like you're this big monster that came through and like stomped through. Um, I don't know, but I, I just know that rapists in general are not wired correctly, you know, because um, it's a power control thing. The reason why yeah. they rape. It's not a sexual thing. It's no. not a sexual. It's not. Um, it doesn't come from sexual desire. It comes from power and like control. Right. Issues. And I a lot think, of people don't understand that. Yeah. It's not a sex based crime. No, not at all. And so I don't. I don't know if you can honestly. Change from that. Yeah. It might be circumstantial, too, because like if you're in certain 
it's one thing to like be like, in a club and like grab somebody's butt you know that's fucking trash ass fucking behavior yeah, it's you know disgusting and it's so common so fucking common right like and i think maybe somebody can teach you that hey that's not fucking all right yeah don't fucking do that that's what i mean that's what i'm saying when i say like gross behavior right and then you grow and you learn from it not rape not the act of like full-blown rape but like from being a gross guy because i think all guys are gross at some point that's just what i've been conditioned to believe i just think it depends on what level you've taken it to well, yeah, not max level. That's not what I mean. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're trapping people in bathrooms. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty well, high level, bitch. Well, and the accusers are saying he raped them. Yeah. Not that he was that's uh, not, just pinned them in a room, that he actually fucking went through with all of it. That's not grabbing your waist and yeah. like lowering it on your butt in the club. Yeah, you that's know? true. That's true. You're comfortable going in going a bathroom. Yeah. And shutting a door with another human being in there, knowing that it's um, an intimate room, you yeah. know, like most people when yeah, they go in the bathroom are half space. naked. It's not a shared Absolutely space. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I think once you're at that level, I, I don't yeah. think there's rehabilitating those behaviors. Like, I, I think you can hide them. I think you can pretend to fucking yeah. did your reborn and you're great, but you're not. No, you're right. Because you got to be you got to be so comfortable to even do that. You know, what I, I would mean? never dream yeah. of doing that. And he wasn't like wasted. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. wasn't like um, sloppy, drunk, falling around that kind of shit. No, he seemed very sober, like and, doing it. And I think people that um, are pre-programmed to behave like that, you know, like we said, a power and control thing. I think when you put money behind that, when you put a name and fame behind that, I think it just makes a monster. It does because a, le- a level of entitlement comes with all that. Right. Like, you know, and then I'm nobody. So, like, I'm in this place where I don't know people. Who's going to believe you? Yeah, exactly. And, like, bitch, almost like you ought to be, like, grateful. grateful he wants that, to look at you. Yeah, you should be flattered. That kind of attitude, almost. Thank God my friend that had us there did not fucking yeah, have that attitude with yeah. us. Because I probably would have stabbed him. <laughs> he would have got the knife. Yeah, he would have got it himself. Because, like, God, what a weird situation. But, yeah, that's just one of, of hundreds, probably, that I've been in like that probably because you reacted so wildly you didn't look scared you didn't behave scared that's probably what saved you oh yeah yeah that's what has always saved me that's what saved us growing up because we were in some very uh sketch situations and places where we should not have fucking been and i honestly believe that me being such a fucking uh wild bitch so ready to fight men is what kept us alive a lot of the time because people don't really want to deal with nobody wanted that extra issue no no one wants to fucking have to deal with that get that big mouth out of here like you know what right. i mean she's gonna be too much hassle yeah definitely so you guys teach your kids to be fucking loud mouth fucking um cunts. aggressive cunts because <laughs> it's for gonna real. keep you safe for real it is don't be timid don't be shy slap that bitch shut <laughs> up bitch kick him in his dick do something crazy right you know they say if you are um Kidnapped. kidnapped or grabbed yeah. that you're supposed to puke on yourself <laughs> shit on yourself or piss yes. on yourself Make if yourself you can shit your pants because no one wants to fucking deal, deal with, with that. that do some crazy shit like yes. that make yourself vomit everywhere i'm so bladder shy in public oh my god it's hard i had you know just for golden showers i had to teach myself because your body gets stage fright right but in a situation like that i think that would be different because like you're panicking you know so maybe i, I feel like vomit would be easy yeah. I don't know about the rest, if that plumbing would turn off, but I think vomiting for sure. Yeah. 
just start and spitting rub it all, all over, over myself. myself. Yeah, rub it on your <laughs> pussy and everywhere. You don't want this. <laughs> you don't, and I have fucking diseases everywhere. You I've don't want never any. been checked out. You don't want any of this. Oh, God. I feel bad, too. Sorry, Will and Rich. I don't think you guys are rapists. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here like, are they going to listen and think I'm saying, yes, they fucking were. You, you were going to get a text tomorrow, <laughs> bitch, cussing you out. I hope you know that. I know that. I, that's why I want to clear it up now. <laughs> you were, I was not saying when you guys were kids, you were fucking rapists. You just grew up and learned not to be. You learned not to rape. <laughs> that's not what I was saying stupid bitch i knew i was like oh you're getting a text <laughs> for face. sure tomorrow she was looking at me like are you serious like bitch i know they're not <laughs> i was like but do you <laughs> you're not around them when their dick's hard yeah so i hope i never that. am you stupid bitch i hope you are i hope you are <laughs> i hope you are <laughs> you're a hateful fucking bitch <laughs> i hope you're around them when their dick's hard so you can see how they really act <laughs> That's what I hope. <laughs> Sorry, guys. They turn into wild animals <laughs> with hard dicks running with, around like maniacs. They cannot control themselves <laughs> at all. And I hope you can see that one day. Fuck. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you want to take a break? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? We were just talking about race. Stop being aggressively hard dicks. What? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I was thinking about um, the red oh, sure. kids first. smear your bestie bust yeah. him out right so you want to hear um tell me something gross didn't uh, you say you have something gross yeah about the makeup group this girl posted a post and was like <laughs> one of the makeup groups i'm in multiple and she wanted to know when people wash their assholes mm -hmm. do they um <laughs> put the washcloth over their finger and actually you know finger it you know a little bit like yeah. get it in there a little and uh -huh. wash it out yeah and hella people were like ew that's gross no no i don't do that that's gross i just let that's soap gross. run over it and i'm like i think you should be doing that i think you should finger any orifice is that the word yes i think you should do that to any that that you have as long as you can get if you have an opening go in it but don't put soap in your fucking pussy hole. no don't because do that's that. a good way that's to get a stupid. raging infection you're gonna die you're gonna throw your ph off yeah don't. don't put soap inside your pussy hole but like water for sure wash your areas and, yeah. and i was like but so many people were so grossed out by it and i was like what that's are your butthole smelling like? That's no worse than the, um, that's like guys that think it's gay to like wash their butthole and stuff. Like those husbands that were saying that before. Like you're filthy. Like you guys are the ones that need to be putting the finger in 
Ew. You have hair and shit around your assholes. Oh, God. Dingleberries. And and it's holding in heat. And, like, you need to be doing that. That just gave me goosebumps and made me so sick inside. Yeah, so there was, like, over 400 comments. That reminds me of my client, that one, <sighs> that had a piece of toilet paper, a little tiny piece of toilet paper outside his asshole before I went to fucking service him with a strap on and, and i was like oh that's a nice little present from your lunch earlier did oh you fucking God. you what <laughs> i was so mad you're so that's so out of line like <sighs> especially if you know what's out of line is i still did it anyway because you're like, like i'm gonna get this money i'm bitch. gonna make it really quick but i'm gonna still do it you nasty bitch yeah <sighs> i think if you know anybody's going by your butt it's your obligation <laughs> to make sure that that shit is fucking clean Ew, i know like really clean yeah you gotta go the extra mile you do and i don't see anything wrong with cleaning it that way but there were so many people that were against it women yeah they were like why would you need to do that you don't even need to do that why would you not want to do it just in case i'm being extra careful yeah, yeah exactly that's what uh I don't get it. What sucks though is I was th- I was thinking about the other day. I was th- I was thinking about Bunny's pussy the other day. Wow. <laughs> you know what? thinking the other day i don't never call the taught, cops on us please. I never taught my kids how to like wash their private parts. I kind of just like hoped for the best and like You better go home and do that. With Bunny. So you've done it? What, the girls? Yeah. We've talked. Yeah. I, when they were babies and I would from the time when they were babies and I would bathe them I always told them well I them, guess when they when she was like a baby I would tell her how to like wash herself with a face towel and stuff like that but like I always told them don't put any soap in your fucking puss hole I don't think I ever told her that you know fucking make sure you rinse really well you know yeah I was just thinking about kids and like teaching them stuff that's awkward and period it, it really came from a thought about period talk and um, I think I've had plenty of period talk about like with her because I've been so scared that it's going to start mm-hmm. lately. So I've always been like, you know, like, did it start or like whatever. Talked about that. But I don't think I ever told her how to like properly get in there. You I don't tell I feel her. like that's not my job. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> I feel like that's your job. Duh. Did you do it yet? I'll fucking instruct them <laughs> next time that she's Bunny older. <laughs> Fuck. Get on it. I'll fucking talk to her next time. I'll remind time. you. Hey, can you... I'm going to send you a text. Do the pussy wash can talk, Can you do the please? pussy wash talk before she comes home, please? I don't want to deal with it. Just to make sure we got that base covered. Yes, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> okay, good. God damn it. You guys, so yeah, make sure you do that. I'm not going <laughs> to encourage them to put fingers up their buttholes yet to clean their asshole, though. No, but like something like a face towel over it like oh you know, yeah you have Scrub to touch it. it with something yeah, yeah yeah for sure but i don't want don't to encourage to any type it. of insertion right now yeah, maybe not finger it yet. When yeah. you grow up, finger it. But right now, you need to scrub it, though. Use a face towel and clean it. For sure. For yeah. sure. You have to do that. Oh, God. No one taught me. By the No one taught you either, right? No, I did. My mom and my grandma. My grandma, though, remember she made me terrified of crotch rot. Oh, yeah. She fucking. No one taught me. I just, like, figured it out. Yeah. And, and, and I remember we and would I talk about it. I my shit on fire a few times first. I remember. I learned, the, I learned like, the hard way. <laughs> I remember. I was like, I don't think you should do that. Yeah. And you're I like, remember, I'm going like, to do it. I remember like putting soap in my pussy, like soapy hands and like fingering myself with soap on my hands. Oh my 
gore. Yeah, and then later being like, why is my shit so uncomfortable? I don't think I should have done that. Yeah, I learned the hard way. My fucking cooter just fucking... It hurts. Oh, thinking yeah. about it. Like when you accidentally get soap, Mike, that's the worst feeling. because well, I look at it like it's a pocket. You know what I mean? Like you need to clean that thing out. Clean out your hot pocket. Clean it out. Flush out your purse. Get the lint. <laughs> Bitch. Gross. You want to... You know what? So... Totally off subject. I was listening to a podcast. It was a crime podcast. And it was about this case. And it was talking about the suspects and how one of the suspects um, had been charged twice for the same crime. and Double jeopardy? Yeah. And the girl was like, it's two girls. And she was like, well, how is that possible? Um, there's double jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And the girl brought up something that's called... Um, it's a separate sovereigns rule. And I kind of knew a little bit about it, but not to the extent like I knew I know with certain cases um, that cross into federal lines. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, usually what happens is either is usually what happens is the state drops charges and the feds pick it up or the feds are like, I'll let the state handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. But in certain crimes, both can pick it up. So you can be charged by both. Yes. Separately, this country and the laws are so dumb. I knew this was going to be some bullshit. Yes, I fucking knew so it. Basically, it's um, principles of criminal law that allows consecutive prosecutions by the state and federal authorities for criminal violations arising out of the same conduct. A person may be tried twice for the same offense if the <clears throat> prosecutions are conducted by separate sovereigns, and they won't have to charge you. Uh, together like at the same time Mm -mm. they can do it separately no because so there was a suspect in um this girl's kidnapping and murder and he had committed another crime it was like robbing a mcdonald's or something and when it first happened he was charged by the state he Mm -hmm. was punished and then um the feds decided to pick it up um you know they have a certain amount of time like they waited and then they picked it up. I hope up. no prosecutors are listening to this and get any bright ideas because I feel like um, they would be doing that way more often if they could. I think it, there um, has to be some type extend, of limitation. Uh, it has to be, I'm sure, certain circumstances where they would even do that. Yeah. But I just thought that was crazy. It is crazy and it makes me feel claustrophobic. I was like, because well, I don't need you we've guys always- having special ways to get me in trouble for shit twice. Yeah, we always grow up double jeopardy, double jeopardy. But I guess when you do something that violates both state and federal, yeah, they have an opportunity. No, you guys fucking arm wrestle and you pick which one is gonna is gonna take mm-hmm. care of it. Isn't that crazy? That's sick. Um, I was watching I Am Killer. I am. A I killer. watched first season. So season two is better. I heard. And I've been watching that over the weekend, and holy shit. Um, these cases these people a lot of these people like i was in tears on one of them because like he never had a fucking chance like oh yeah the amount of abuse that some of these killers have fucking endured and it's like honestly like it came out later and stuff but that shit hella has to be taken into consideration during their absolutely during their, their you know also another thing they they there's so many cases and we've talked about this before, I think where like you're encouraged to take a deal that, you know, like, um, the state and everything, the country basically doesn't have the, um, 
the time and resources to take every case to trial. So you're always encouraged to take the deal and they scare you away from a trial. They basically coerce you and talk you out of a fucking trial every fucking time. Only 3% of um, people actually go through with taking shit to trial. And it's just one of the cases like they're talking about how fucked up it is and how they're trying to get like their um, plea. um, What's it called? Like reversed, Mm -hmm. like brought back. You know what I mean? Like re re enter a different plea because they were swayed to fucking take the deal every time, every fucking time. And um, that, that shit is just fucked up. Like you're entitled. That's your right. That's your constitutional right to go to to have a fair trial. And people are always talked out of it. It, All those cases, they talk about that. They talk about, you know, the abuse and how um, PTSD and shit comes out after they've already been sentenced to like, death and um you know they use that their history their medical history and stuff to get their um sentences overturned and just oh my god it's crazy you guys gotta watch season two it's so much better than season one okay i think i just finished it last night but that shit is crazy crazy yeah even watching season one i was some of them i was like damn like some of them never stood a chance no and it's like and they weren't taking into consideration any of the um You know, some people were considered like, I know we don't call people like retarded now, but like they were on paper. Their IQs are so low. Yes. Like 56 and shit. Like they were considered quote unquote retarded. Mental retardation was in their file and they never, none of that came up during their sentencing and they just sentenced these people to fucking death. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's so fucking crazy. The law and all that shit just hella scares me. That's why you ain't got to worry about me doing no real crimes because I can't do it. I cannot fucking do it. I can't. Oh, no. I I always said if I get six months, I'm checking out. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. I love y'all, but I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. I have one letter from when we were kids. I have to find it. She went to juvenile hall. To embarrass me? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) She went to juvenile hall. She wasn't in there. I think she wrote this letter on like the second or third day. And she was like. I was there for a month. You were like, I can't fucking do it. I can't. I was crying every day. I I can't shave. You were like, I can't do this. I'm, I'm scared to see what that letter um, says because I'm probably going to upset myself reading it. <laughs> You're gonna, it just, it's going to trigger. It was the worst. It's That's the longest time I ever was behind bars. And it was it was bad. I remember my mom came to see me a couple times. And, you know, she didn't know shit about how jail works or nothing, nothing like that. She brought me Taco Bell one time. And um, I can't remember if they or I think they let me have it actually on my visit but she had bought me hella candy too and they were like she cannot take this back to her fucking like, ma'am cell. this isn't fucking this is Disneyland jail. this isn't summer camp like yeah so they wouldn't let me take back she I think she bought me hella candy bars or something and they were like no you, you can't do that it? yeah I put them in my asshole after I fingered <laughs> it um but yeah no I can't do it I can't it's it fucking freaks me yeah. out I was in jail when I was pregnant with bunny for like a week um, and I was in a straight jacket and I was naked and I couldn't have silverware and I couldn't have sheets. And I just, yeah, that's an example. I can't do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not a joke. No. And I'm claustrophobic. Um, yeah. I can't be pinned down. I can't Mm-mm. be restricted. Any restrictions. And that's what I feel like. So it's that panic Mm-mm. when I'm in the room. I'll die from panic. Yeah. <laughs> you have to put me in the fucking hospital. Yeah, no. Um, so Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow. Or actually, he did what? not see his shadow. The groundhog? Yeah, he it's didn't groundhog see day. It. it was. When? Uh, the other day. I didn't hear anything about that. They brought the groundhog out in his little top hat to look. Do for- they really put a hat on him? Yes, Punxsutawney Phil. Google it. 
They they really put a hat on him. And the guy that does it has like this um, tuxedo on with a top hat. And where they, is this done? In like Montana? I don't. I think fucking where's where the movie Groundhog Day take place? I don't remember. That's where. That's a great movie though. In Punxsutawney, that's where. I love that movie. Love it. I'm probably gonna watch that later now that you brought it up. Um, but he did not see his shadow. So that which means, means we get more winter. No, it means spring. Really? Yeah. No, I, I looked think you it have up. That wrong. Nope, I googled it because I thought it was that way. I too. thought you see your shadow when, when the there's sun. sun, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, it up. they need to change that because that's yeah, fucking because dumb. it makes sense, right? Yeah. Make it make sense. No, I looked it up and it said basically that. Um, so now we get early spring. Yep. Well, it better something better happen because I've been fucking freezing lately. It was 35 so, degrees yesterday morning. Bitch, it's cold 24 hours a day lately to where I'm running my heater constantly. Remember last month I complained that my PG&E bill was 275? Mm-hmm. Guess what it is this month? Like 286. Guess what my dad's was last month? What? $410, bitch, and I said I'm calling PG&E. It cannot be $400. He's done nothing different than the month before, bitch. Then someone's stealing his power. Four hundred fucking is going dollars on. I'm for like a trailer. Thinking, is someone stealing my electricity and they have a fucking power connected Grid. to my thing outside? What is going on? Because my shit this month is two eighty something, and I was like, I'm not gonna keep cashing them out. So I contacted them. I was like, sign me up for the care program. They got this, like, you know, yeah, Carolyn's I'm, on it. Yeah, and so I'm trying to Her get PG&E that process. Is never more than seventy dollars. My shit, ha- they have to put that through. Like, I have to make a copy of some paperwork today to fucking send to them Do it. because, um. No, I can't do this. No. $300 energy bills? I'm not fucking doing that. No. That's like a car payment. I feel like they take advantage of people. It's not when it's that cold, you can't not have the heat no. on. I don't care how many hoodies I sleep and in blankets. Hoodies. I sleep in sweats. I sleep in socks and hoodies and everything. And if I'm still fucking freezing, me what too. do you want me to do? My face is freezing. No. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Mark actually was like, stop sleeping with the heater on all night. But dude, I, I'm so fucking cold. I have it set at 75 and I think that's reasonable. And it needs to stay there. Mine's, I want my shit at 74. That's what yeah, I put mine at, period. 74. I'm not, I'm not budging on that. No. Nope. Um, so we had some, I asked uh, our listeners if there was anything um, special they wanted us to talk about this <laughs> week. Someone asked, can your partner, spouse, whatever, have platonic friendships um, and phone conversations? Why not? So I, I'm assuming they mean like with uh, like whatever the opposite gender. sex yeah. friends or, or, or whatever gender whatever they're gender interested gender in. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Because like the old me would be like, like y'all could be cool. We could all be cool. I could always, you know, whatever. That would be nice to hang out with another um, girl. That's cool. But talking on the phone and shit. I don't know. It depends on how much they talk on the phone. See, when I met Mark, Mark had a bunch of female friends. He has a group of four that he calls his sisters, and they re- they are like his sisters. Yeah, that's true. And um, I never felt any type of way. I I would have to feel the vibe, I think. I would have to meet her and then feel the vibe because I've also been that friend. That's like a friend, but I fuck you sometimes. So, you know what I mean? I can't say As far that- as I know, he hasn't fucking banged anybody but he did have some female friends that did not like me at first because they liked his ex-girlfriend and yeah. I still 
I never cared. I was like, you can hang out with them. You can fucking call them. Yeah. You know, like I never felt any kind of way about it. That's good that you're like that because um, it's because my thing, ego is so fucking big. It's That's so why it's so you don't care. <laughs> it's so inflated. I'm like, eh, you want to fuck it up? Mm. No, listen, though. One thing is for sure. If you act worried about somebody, their attention will go to that person. Like, um, I've been on both ends of that. Mm-hmm. Like if um, if you make a big problem and, and express hella concern and worry about a certain bitch, you're damn near telling him to go fuck her. I don't know what it is about human nature, but I've been in that situation also. Where you were just the where, friend. Where this person was just a friend, but I was harassed so much about my friendship with him that I was like, I'm just going to fuck him. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm a... You're a terrible I've been on person, both ends, bitch. But I've also thought that about people, and then it probably ended up happening because I kept pressing about them, too. So, I don't know. That's tricky, because I think it just depends on the vibe, too. I... I Maybe you expect your partner to be honest, too. Like, have you guys ever fucked? And even if they have banged, you know, like... I'm just obviously I'm going to use my marriage as an example. Yeah. We've been together 14 years. Um, if if we don't have a foundation of trust after 14 years, we don't fucking belong together. So, you know, I I don't care that he has friends of the opposite sex because I know we're solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like. If you are insecure about friendships, platonic friendships, that is because of something in your history that you need to work on. You know what I mean? Yes and no. Because, like, for me, I've been suspicious of people because I've been cheated on with quote-unquote friend or I've also cheated with a quote-unquote friend. You get what I'm saying? So, like. That's why, though. Because you've done it. So it's in your so, head. Uh, so I'm more like, it's possible because yes, I've done it. Yeah, yeah, you're like, I know it's possible because I fucking have done it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I would say just feel their vibe when you're around each other or something. But your confidence definitely secures any relationship. Like nobody wants to deal with a suspicious ass partner, um, accusatory ass partner. And I feel like your confidence and you're not worrying about other people is what's going to keep your partner into you. Well, and there's a certain level of respect. You know, Mark's fucking female friends aren't calling his phone at one in the morning wanting to have hour long conversations. Like, well, that, yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? It, it's not. If there was behaviors like that, I would be like, "Hey, Tell she's her fucking tripping." During normal business yeah, hours, <laughs> like she's fucking tripping. Yeah. Um, but I think that there should be a level of trust and a level of fucking respect. I I I know people who are like, um, you know, I'm still friends with my ex and his family. Like, I grew up in their household. Like, I adore them. Um, mm-hmm. I adore my exes new wife like I mean not new wife but his wife like um and um so maybe that's another reason I'm so lenient and chill is because I know that I'm able to maintain platonic relationships and it could be innocent and it it is you know like I love his mother I love his wife I love his aunts and his cousins and and I'm yeah you're right because then I'm in situations where I'm like I have friends and I might blow them sometimes like 
so I and know that's possible. I don't possible. want no fucking part of any <laughs> so of that So I know shit. that's possible, too, because you're right. It's based on experience. It's Yeah, it's definitely opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. But if you are in a relationship and you come in there and your partner has friends of the <clears throat> opposite sex or, you know, gender that they're interested in, whatever— if you come in and you're like, and they're you, already there, you can't really. Like, you can't like, come in and be like, you can't have no female friends. No, you can't look at so and so. You can't talk to someone. Insecure behavior. Like you gotta go fix yourself because something's going on with you for you to feel like that. Yeah. Not everybody is trying to fuck your mate, yeah. and if you know, maybe one or two people are, but that's up to your mate to put a stop to that. You know, your right. partner. Yeah, that falls on. You them. know what I mean? You can't sit there and try and control all these other people if you have a dog ass partner. If you have a dog-ass partner, your problem is with your dog-ass partner. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? All right, that was all over the place, but I think we answered the question. (laughs) (laughs) Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. uh, So someone asked for a Dom story because I haven't talked about any in a while. And I just remembered one client that I haven't seen in a couple years, actually. I just realized he's a pro golfer. I don't think I ever talked about him. Mm -mm. And um, he's from the East Coast. And... He's somebody that I would always see when I visited that particular state, but he also would come to California sometimes for, you know, golf, golf tournaments. Yeah, for, yeah, that. And so I would meet up with him when he was here too sometimes. And um, he's hella cool. He's like a fit, you know, guy, whatever. And um, his, it was so weird the way he explained it when I first saw him for the first time. I thought it was a fake call because, you know, sometimes you'll get, um, you know, people that call you and they'll, they'll have like this elaborate, you know, plan of what they want to do, but they're, mm-hmm. they're just bullshitting and they get off on discussing it mm-hmm. and they'll send you fucking five pages of emails talking about shit, but it's really, they're getting off on the act of explaining yeah. it and wasting hell of your fucking time. So it wasn't that long, but it was detailed enough that I was like, he might be full of shit. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was so, um, quick to agree to whatever you know there was no counter offer he was right right away like okay that's fine with um what I asked for and I aimed kind of high so you know we spoke on the phone and then he was like I'm gonna send you an email like you know going into detail more about what I specifically want and I'm gonna include a link like some YouTube links and I was like okay here we go so I go into the email or whatever, and um, it's these fucking leg locks. It's like a specific like triangle leg lock that he wanted me to fucking put him in. And so um, I did it. And, you know, he liked how I did it so much that, you know, that's what we do. We continued. And I've been seeing him for like. So what part of his body did you did you put his legs in leg locks? His neck, My bitch? thighs would be around his neck. Yes. In like a triangle like this or like this. Nice. And this, yeah. So. I would basically, um, you know, I would have on an outfit or whatever, like panties and bra. I wouldn't even be naked. And um, I would put my thighs, you know, around his neck in the specific way and tighten them um, in the way. Bitch, you thought you were Mr. Perfect over doing wrestling moves (laughs) Per the YouTube videos that he sent me. And um, I remember he was all excited. He was like, did you get to watch the videos? And I was like, yeah, I did. I said, you might need to guide me, but he didn't. I I was able to do it right away. And he wants to pass out. And so the weirdest fucking thing happens. Um, 
so he's a white guy so when i do it he turns hella fucking red like his face turns red purple like a tomato bitch yes and so um i could feel his body getting weak like as I'm oh fucking bitch i would be like him. i'm going to prison so when i'm right when he's about to pass out bitch he'll be naked when i'm doing it right when he's about to pass out his dick starts waking up he's not touching it but he starts getting an erection oh, and it's basic crazy. it's um it's the fucking auto erotic yep. asphyxiation yep. or whatever that's what it is and um you know i wasn't familiar this was back before uh what's that actor that died from that from kill bill yeah uh, what's his name bill carity maybe yeah Richard Carradine? I might be making shit up. He was in Kill David Bill. David Carradine? There you go. There you go. <laughs> John, John Carradine. Jerry. It was Jerry. It's him. So, um, you know, this was before he died and stuff, and I wasn't really familiar with it, um, with that kink, but I started doing it, and it's so weird to watch happen. Because, I bet it's hella um, interesting, huh? He would be passed out limp collapse i'd let him go as soon as he passed out i let go and so he would like gently fall out onto the floor and his dick would stand straight up and salute bitch like a fucking flagpole and that shit is crazy and that's his thing and then you know he'll come to and then he'll want to do it again bitch and we'll do it back to back multiple times and i kept thinking like how much brain damage is he suffering each time you deprive him and also if he fucking dies like thank god i have these emails and he sent me links and you know all this documentation that this is what he wants you know what i'm saying so i'm not out here just murdering people so when with I'm these on trial, <laughs> so when i'm on trial i could produce all of this documentation right so um, we ain't doing no separate sovereign I, shit i can't lie like it is an ego boost it made me feel very fucking strong and powerful and powerful and in control and just great you so like, like these bitch these thighs are fire yeah he's a great fucking client i love him and i hope to Ooh. see him soon that's fucking <laughs> great bitch that would be a great client to deal yeah. with and you know he's been in relationships so like sometimes there were times when i was visiting and i couldn't call him i think i got him in trouble before and um, I have to just kind of wait on him to hit me because he has girlfriends and shit. But like, mm. obviously, this ain't shit that he wants to ask his partner to do because <laughs> they'll probably judge him. You know what I mean? So it's just it's Mark, cool. I'll fucking choke you out all day with these thighs. <laughs> What's cool. up? <laughs> it's cool that I have clients like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I fill a void in their life that they're not comfortable getting from their partner. That's like exciting. That would be a fun one too. Yeah, though. he's a good one. So, shout out to him. He's like, practice all your wrestling moves on me. <laughs> right. I start My- body slamming him. I show up in a leotard, a thong one, with, um, pads, knee pads on. Yep, with a sweatband around your head. Yes. Uh, paint on my face like the ultimate warrior hey my brothers and i uh we had two twin beds in their room and they were oh, bunk beds so there was rails right <laughs> so we would when we pushed the beds together it lo- made like a fucking wooden wrestling ring bitch. and listen we had a whole production we would we would start what at the bottom back of the, it would be bedtime and we were supposed to be in bed my grandparents are watching a and e and evening at the improv in the living room or svu something or Law and Order, the you regular start at one. The end of the hallway, and we would pick our theme music. Because and my brothers lied to me one time. Intro music. I was like, "What is Jake the Snake Roberts theme music?" And my brothers were being assholes, and they were like, "It goes." that was his signature move bitch that wasn't his theme music, but they hella lied. Um, I was always Ultimate Warrior. Will was always Hulk. Richard varied. He was like fucking hacksaw Jim Duggan, all type of shit. <laughs> Dusty Rose. Dusty. <laughs> shut up anyways when the beds were bu- and we would have wrestling matches we would like start would, in the corner i would grab a belt or a sandal bitch we had fake wrestling y'all. championship belts 
at we bedtime. We were about this WWF life. I would beat y'all fucking asses Listen, to sleep. Richard had this big Weight Watchers cup that was supposed to be for... <laughs> He's gonna come the worst out. kid Stop. is a child of a Weight Watchers cup. <laughs> he is gonna come out. Listen, Stop. it was this big red and white fucking Weight Watchers cup that had markings for how much water. I ain't even got to the best part. <laughs> Bitch, that motherfucker will be bedtime. It will be filled with half Coke, half water. We would be wrestling and he'd go, he'd make a T with his hands and he'd go, time out, time out. I got to get my power. And he was. You guys are the worst kids ever. He would jump over the bed. (laughs) And suck down his watered down Coke out of his Weight Watchers mug. His big ass jug, bitch. He had to get his power. So you he would be like, wrestle. I gotta get my power. And he had silver teeth, bitch. Just what a silver tooth kid needs is coke <laughs> in a jug at bedtime. <laughs> to wrestle. To wrestle himself to sleep. To play WWF, bitch. He called time out to get his power, bitch. <laughs> to this day, Will and I always go, did you get your power? <laughs> Where's your power? Oh my God, bitch. But one time the beds were fucking as bunk beds and we were playing fucking wrestling and we had put pillows down on the ground and Will took one of his arms and I took one of his arms and we launched him, launched him off the top bunk. We said off the top ropes and we threw it. He probably fell through the floor. He dislocated his shoulder and had to go to the hospital. Off the top ropes. That's what we said before we threw him off the top ropes. Your grandparents probably hated their fucking lives. They wanted that house to burn down with us in it so bad. <laughs> they were like, they were just listening to y'all hit the floor at bedtime. Like, just fucking ignore it. Donna, just ignore it. Oh, my fucking My God. grandma made so many trips back. Like, I'm going to get your grandfather's belt. I swear to God. I forgot the best part of the fucking setting the scene so the little kid was silver teeth bitch his hair was fucking it was a flat top but it was grown out so it's like this you know like bangs a little bit yep a little bit not exactly a bowl cut but a grown out flat top so it's like got little bangs little pointy bangs (laughs) and fucking he has this fucking water weight watchers water jug of power and he's wearing a fucking nightgown he had a night (laughs) this was his wrestling nightgown Apparently, was it for bed or was it just for wrestling? Because that makes a difference. Both. (laughs) And it says, "Some bunny loves you," and it has bunnies on it. (laughs) What the fuck? And there's a big hole cut out in the bottom because he was hella bad and took scissors and cut everything up one day. His sheets, his stuffed animal spike, but he still wore it. And so there's this hole cut in the bottom, and I have a picture of him, and everything's in the photo except the fucking Weight Watchers <laughs> job. <laughs> and I'm going to post it. The fact he wore a nightgown. <laughs> and it said somebody oh fucking loves you. His wrestling fit. <laughs> what the f- It doesn't say somebody. It said some bunny, because there was bunnies on it. <laughs> somebody's <gasps> nightgown with <laughs> Badass silver teeth, rich silver teeth, with drinking power and a Weight Watchers jug. <laughs> oh my God! You have 
to Google that cup. Oh my god, my stomach hurts <laughs> so bad, bitch. We have to stop. Oh my god. Oh, where, <laughs> fuck, where's that picture? I a have a picture. Wrestling night. <laughs> oh god, I was gonna say, no wonder they left you guys at your beard. <laughs> no wonder your beards didn't watch you. Anymore. I would have left y'all too. No wonder. Oh my fucking god. Hello, Bitch, bad. it's 11 o'clock at night and we're still going. Dislocating his still. <laughs> Off the top ropes. Watchers cup, bitch. I'm gonna find a picture of it and I'm gonna post it. His power. It had I one need of those power. One of those big, thick plastic scrunchy straws <laughs> that come out of those <laughs> that you chew on. The AMPM straw. Yes, yes, yes. And it was a huge he wave like, watcher jug. And he did his hands in a tea. In a tea, and he was like, "Time out, time out, guys." It's silver teeth, John. I gotta get my power. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys were doing anything. <gasps> we were the worst, bitch. That's what happens when you let fucking badass kids watch fucking wrestling. Dude, <laughs> WWF was our life. In their that was our life, bitch. <laughs> well, I that did leg locks, but unfortunately, I never went that far. You, did you have power? Uh, no, you I didn't have any power. power. <laughs> I wasn't drinking power. I'm going to try that next time. Half water and half, half coke. coke. Can you imagine how nasty that was? And he can't wait to chug it <laughs> for power, bitch. Oh, God. That's called a sugar high at 10 o'clock at night. <sighs> yeah, it is. Okay, last fucking thing I have on my list for this week. Um, I saw a Facebook post and it was like, who do you make a plate for first, your man or your kids? And you know how <laughs> people are in the comments getting all fucking biblical and shit and... <laughs> Maria and I It depends who who I hate the most that day. (laughs) I answered it and I was like, it depends on who I fucking like the most of the time. Yeah. And it depends on, and then it, you know, it morphed into um, who do you put first, your husband or your kids? And I was like, it depends on who I like most at the time. Exactly. It's never going to be the same. It's never. And, and, you know. (laughs) Who pissed me off that day? Right. That's what we're going to base it on. Right. And also, you know, needs change. Like one day my husband might need me more and he'll come first. One day my kids might need me more and they come first. Right. It's always going to change. Maybe I'm fucking hungry and I want you to do shit for yourself. So my plate gets made Everybody's capable. Yes. You know, when I cook, I'll make everybody's plates. When Mark cooks, he makes everybody's plates. That's just how we do That's it. That's nice. Um, I yell. I make mine and then I yell. The dinner's food is ready. ready. The food is ready. Go I'll make be in my plate. room shoving my face. No, I'll be on the couch. Go make your plate while it's still hot. It's ready now. I'll go yell. Yeah. So, you know, that's something we do in our house. But um, there's no set standard for who comes first. No. Because I that's feel like law. What the fuck? And I don't feel like it's logical. So it's not. You know, one day your kids have a really bad day, but you're like, hell no. Nah, the Bible says put my husband first, so I got to put that's my husband such first. Bullshit. Shut the I've, fuck up. You should have seen the amount of people who were saying shit like that. That's disgusting. And and you're fucking your dumb. kids are gonna grow up and put you in an old folks home they and are. let you die. Guess who's not changing your diaper? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I thought that was so weird. I that's stupid. People have um. My ex-husband, you know, he was real, real religious at one point. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he I feel like him and his new wife had that set of values. Like we you know, it's us and then them. like it was us first and then it's them. You know what I mean? But guess what? Like that ain't no fucking guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Your kids have a guaranteed bond. They don't have no choice. Like they're like tied to you forever. Your partner can cut at any time. I feel like if you want to base it on some shit like that. Right. But still, I'm not basing it on that either. It's whoever I like that day. 
Absolutely. That changes daily. So Yeah, and it's and it's who like I said, different days, somebody's gonna need me more and that's where my attention's gonna go. It's not based on what the on what fairy Christ, tale tells me. On what Christ thinks Your I favorite should word. do. That's the worst word in the world. It makes my fucking asshole get tight. And I was telling her on the way here, <laughs> wifey. wifey is one of the ones that I, Christ's I hate that wifey. word. Christ's wifey. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst. The Christ's worst. wifey. Oh, that word just Qu- makes Christ's me insane. Christ's moist wifey. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Christ, in Christ's moist wifey in panties. <laughs> you don't like panties? Panties. Mark says panties. It's like he, a he it, emphasis on a, the T. Enunciates every fucking word letter in that word. <laughs> the kids and I always laugh about it. Panties. He says panties like Eric Foreman says panties. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I gotta pee now. So do I. And get more power. <laughs> <laughs> I need more power. My power is almost empty. <laughs> All right. Well, we're done. Thanks for joining us. Can you guys please? rate review and subscribe on itunes it helps us very much with our placement it's the best way to support also we have some surprise merch also i hate that word also also christ's wifey (laughs) also christ's wifey is moist those are the shirts those are the new merch that we have coming out for valentine's day (laughs) we're trademarking that don't touch it anybody touch it so, yeah, we have a surprise coming for you guys. Oh, my God. I think you'll really like it. We um, love them. Yeah, so please support us in that way and to subscribe and rate and review. And suck it easy. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs>